Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And my name's Josh. And this is Stay On Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay On Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right. This week, we are talking about the E3 2019 press conferences. That is right, Chris. And as you can tell from his sultry voice on the other side of the microphone, <laughs> Is our third co-host, the illustrious, the prodigal son returned home, Josh Fulton. <laughs> I just, it makes it sound like every time I'm not here, I'm just out sinning. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> every time I come yes. back, our prodigal son. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, you know. It's hard to break out, the cycle, man. You know? Oh, yeah, totally. It's just that generational <laughs> stuff. Yeah. It's hard to get rid of. All right, so this week, we are talking about... Every single press conference for E3. Yes. So that includes, let me just run down the list of press conferences. And before you turn the podcast off right now, (laughs) uh, not all conferences are created equal. (laughs) And so some we will spend five seconds on and some we'll spend a good deal of time on. Yeah. Um, Sometimes they just tell you that they're working hard on games. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We'll talk about that later when we get to that. All right. So we're going to talk through every single announcement from these press conferences. Every game, every trailer, every music service, every console streaming service. Why why would we talk about music You'll streaming see. services? You'll find out. <laughs> Movie. Everything. Everything. You would you would be shocked <laughs> at what has gone on in this conference so far. <laughs> So uh, we're going to start off with EA Play mm. and the things that they talked about there. Yes. Uh, then we'll move on to Microsoft's E3 press conference, Bethesda's E3 press conference, Devolver Digital's E3 press conference, uh, the PC Gaming Show, Ubisoft's press conference. Go. Maybe we'll touch on my. There's, they had an inside Xbox right after that. Like I'll, we'll probably talk about that with the Microsoft stuff. Um, and then uh, kind of funnies games showcase Square Enix press conference. And then finally uh, Nintendo's direct they had today. Yes. Does that sound good? Sounds great. All right. So uh, first we need to run through the EA Play. So EA uh, in lieu of a. Well, so, so first of all, I, have to, I feel like I need to say, we're not doing a What Have You Been Up To This Week. Yeah. We're not doing any of the rest of this. Yeah. This is just the news! The news. The news. Yeah. <laughs> EA Play talked about five, no, six different games. Notably absent and was only included in a two-minute conversation with Greg Miller mm-hmm. in between two of the other segments was Anthem. Yeah. Yeah. So They don't uh, want to talk about that. No, they don't want to. <laughs> they, want, they don't want anybody. They're like, don't pay pay no attention to the yeah. man in the, behind the curtain. Yeah. <laughs> Look over here <laughs> at these things. We're responsible for Apex Legends, right? <laughs> um, okay. So EA started off with Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. And mm-hmm. with a kind of an extended demo playthrough gameplay yeah. demo, um, I thought it was really cool. I am a little mediocre on it, actually. Um, some cool stuff. I like that they kind of put in some of the Force Awakens stuff with like being able the to force freeze, abilities. Yeah, freezing people, freezing blasters, stuff like that. Um, but I felt like some of the combat. There were times where he was just standing there waiting for them to attack. Yeah. 
instead of like being aggressive. And I don't know if that was just to show like, hey, you can block things with your lightsaber. I but think so. It just like the the playthrough, and maybe it's just the cost of the fact that they actually did play through it live. Yeah. Instead of like a pre recorded thing. It was pre recorded. It was this was like the third run. I think. They but said, they they had said right? that. Yeah, but they had said like. Uh, they differentiated it somehow and they said like uh, they had somebody actually play through it. This wasn't some kind of like scripted thing where they like uh, I would imagine sometimes they they kind of like script out how they're going right. to do the yeah, thing. Yeah, they had a pro gamer play through it yeah. three times and this is just like his third time. Yeah. Which even then like, you know, for instance, whenever I play games, I'm moving that camera around all over the place. Right. And that was just pretty, pretty locked in, yeah. you know, steady the whole time, which I know like, yeah, I'd give you probably motion sickness. Yeah. <laughs> If you weren't actually like up with the controller, yeah. Um, so I get it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I am interested to see what this game. And they, they did say, like to your point, they mentioned said this is like a it's thoughtful combat. Yeah. Um, which I don't know what that means. It means <laughs> you think about it. Yeah. I uh, wonder. Mm, laying know, awake at night. Like, how yeah. should I do this? Uh, <laughs> rather than just like just going ham on the lightsaber. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. I like I, I trust respawn though. Like I like a lot of the things that they uh, were saying and have been saying about like um, we want this to like you press a button and it happens. Like it's mm-hmm. it's really immediate. A lot of the wall running looked like it was ripped straight out of Titanfall. You yeah. know. So like I tr- I trust respawn to an extent because they've now made two great Titanfall games and Apex Legends. Yeah. And they all feel great to play yeah um and granted they're all first person shooters and not third person but still i don't know like i i I have a at least you know they haven't let me down yet i guess is my point you have no reason to not trust them no i get it plus it's star wars yeah Um, which is always good it's always good (laughs) do do we need to cover anything else there (laughs) no apex legends moved on um they were real cagey about (laughs) the season two for some reason i skipped over that part i'm not a I'm not an Apex Legends person. Yeah, so they uh, they announced like um, basically uh, they recapped th- some things that they announced uh, in the past couple weeks with some uh, the season one things that they're adding. This new kind of like season up like uh, they have a limited time event running until the end of season one where you can if you level up you get these different skins that type of thing. And then they talked a little bit about season two, but specifically about a new character uh, Watson. I think. Yeah. And uh, and she looks really cool. She's like more of a defensive character. She can put down these um, electric posts and kind of fence an area off, yeah. which is really cool. Um, that's I, I think like that's one of the things that uh, I think will – it will change the game more than anything because up until this point with Apex – Basically, you could get attacked from any direction and never know that they're there. Mm-hmm. And not only does this notify you where they come in and it lights up the the enemy on everyone in your party's screen, um, it also damages them, which is cool. Okay. So um, I, I'm looking forward to, like, playing with their I, – I, I don't know. Like, uh, Apex is, is – uh, I bounce back and forth between being, like, super, super aggressive and then, like, trying to lay back and, and try to, you know, play a little more defensively. But I like yeah. this option. It's a good option for being defensive. The only other, like, option was caustic yeah. in the past. Um, that was really most of what they talked about. Then we moved on to Battlefield Five and just loads of maps. <laughs> multiplayer maps. That's all, like, that's what they're coming out with. Cool. So uh, if you're interested in that, check out Battlefield Five. Yeah. <laughs> FIFA 20. Um Soccer. Soccer. I actually, so there, 
I'm going to say a couple things. They actually more than their old press conferences. They're, I mean, they they would do things like bring all these stars, these soccer stars out. Yeah. Like, you know, do talk about the, the career mode for FIFA 20. They talked about. Hey, we're taking it to the streets. Most people play, you know, in the world play soccer, you know, in their neighborhood or on the street. It's not, you know, like in these huge giant stadiums. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be able to do that. And I'm like, well, that sounds awesome. And everything <laughs> they showed sounded awesome. Um, so like, I'm like, cool. I could see myself playing that. But even more so, they moved into Madden NFL 20, and I could see myself playing this game <laughs> for like the first time ever. They talked about uh, they have the certain characters now have X abilities. So. Uh, they use Patrick Mahomes as an example. So he's on the Chiefs. He's the Chiefs quarterback. Mm-hmm. And he, um, in real life, has thrown like 86-yard uh, passes. So like in the game, his X ability that you can't like – it's like he's just like he – his superpower, like, yeah. you know, if you will, is that he can throw these giant long passes. And then like you have to build up – there's that. Then he has like um, additional abilities if you – perform certain tasks. So if you make four complete passes in a row of more than like 10 yards or something like that, then he gets a stack of other abilities that he has access to. And I'm like, that sounds amazing. It's like Call of Duty perks. Exactly. <laughs> it's perks. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's like kill streaks. Only for Madden. It's Madden kill like calling a drone, an airstrike. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, man, okay. I You're like gamifying this game yeah. in a way that would make me want to play it. Yeah. That's wild. Oh, I haven't wanted to play, play one through 19. Yeah. But I will play... The only Madden football game 20. I ever played was Blitz. Madden NFL Blitz was amazing. On PlayStation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Uh, then The Sims 4, I checked out. I, I could not stay. It was another <laughs> half hour of this stream. <laughs> How old is that game? I don't know. <laughs> Ten years old? Yeah. Oh, Something crazy. At least, yeah. Um, so, you know, if you're into The Sims 4, I'm really sorry, but I uh, didn't <laughs> take any notes on that. All right, so uh, the next day, that was on uh, Saturday. Sunday, the first press conference was Xbox. We got a lot of stuff to run through here. They showed 60 games. They started off with Xbox. uh, They showed The Outer Worlds by Obsidian. Mm -hmm. That was a... It's a Game Pass game. It's going to be like day one Game Pass. Which I'm definitely going to check out. Yeah, dude. It comes out on uh, October 25th, which is cool. Um, do we want to just like just keep running through these? Like, I don't have a ton to say about like some of these. Like, yeah, no, I don't have. A I mean, the only thing about Outer Wilds is that it's made by the people who made the original Fallout, and they also made Fallout New Vegas, which a lot of people kind of herald as like the best Bethesda Fallout. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with with this kind. of I mean, it's literally just like Fallout in space. Yeah, I mean, they also yeah. made um, uh, South Park: The Stick of Truth. Mm-hmm. Which was one of my favorite games of the last generation. Yeah, the guy who runs the studio is is a huge RPG nerd, and I think Ryan McCaffrey did a, a podcast, uh, not unlocked. Uh, oh, it was a um, unfiltered, yeah, unfiltered with him, and and he's just he's a super smart dude, and has a lot of like ideas around how to make like Western RPGs even better. So, I think Outer Worlds would be pretty cool. Next, we move to a game from Ninja Theory, another Microsoft. Studios, Game Studios um, developer. I wrote down the words Bleeding Edge. Yes. Is that the name of the game? Yeah. Okay. It's 4v4. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Game Pass Day 1. It's like I, an Overwatch type hero Yeah, that was, that was what it was. Okay, yeah. And it's uh, Technical Alpha was is coming up on June 27th. So both of those games, did we know about Outer Worlds already? Yes. They uh, showed Outer Worlds at... Uh, E3 last year, I think. Okay, uh, Bleeding Edge. I don't. I don't remember. No, that's about. new. Uh, the last thing he did was Hellblade. I was a little disappointed that it was like a PvP centric yeah. game. This to me, like honestly, kind of feels like 
uh, they uh, they wanted to get something out quick yeah. after becoming a uh, Microsoft Studio. Yeah, and I I think the art style is really Xbox cool. Studio. Uh, yeah, I think the I think the art style is really cool. But I was really looking forward to like what their next great big narrative game was mm-hmm. going to be because Hellblade was so intense. Yeah, I still need to play that. It's amazing. It's on Game Pass. You don't have an excuse. I know. So. I know. I have no excuses. <laughs> I don't have any excuses for Reddit either. No, you don't. Yeah. Uh, we won't talk about that. No. Next game they showed was Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Still not coming oh, this year. Oh, so sad. I've been talking about this thing for like four years now, I feel like. Well, they debuted it last year, I feel like. Was it last year or two years ago? I think ago? last year we actually got a trailer for it. The year before, we knew it was coming. Yes. So two years ago was the first. They had like a very short teaser. And... It, it's always been set to release spring of 2019, mm-hmm. and so a lot of people were speculating that it was going to be a, like a day day of drop. It's available today kind of thing. Yeah, and then they just like do this little two-minute trailer right off the bat of their conference. They're like, nope, next year, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> just like, dang it. Yep, February 11th, 2020, and that's kind of but a man, theme through this year. Everything's in 2020. Yeah. and Like, everything's in spring of 2020. Yeah. Uh, several of these, if yeah. not all of them, are going to move, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I feel like. And, at this but, point. But Ori looked amazing, and some of those boss fights, man, they, I mean, they went to the next level as far as their character design, uh, where as, as before with Ori 1, it was kind of this mix of 3D and 2D sprites. Yeah. Uh, this is like every character is fully animated in 3D, and you get really dynamic animations out of this. And just like the way that like, like one of the bosses is like this owl with these like spike stilts for wings and that's what it walks on and its feet just kind of dangle there and just the way that it like comes out of the mist and just like right over the top of Ori uh, and then like they have that big old huge spider and all that kind of stuff just really cool looking stuff that's just going to make me crap my pants so uh, yeah I'm looking forward to it it's awesome um, I can't wait it's going to be great yes move on to Mojang 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 Mo Yang, if you're from the Netherlands. Okay. What if, what if I'm from America? <laughs> Mojang. Mojang. All right. Mojang. Uh, Minecraft Dungeons. Yeah. Spring 2020. This actually like looks appealing to me. Yeah. I, I, if it's on Game Pass, I'll check it out. I mean, uh, actually, I didn't write that down. I'm sure it is, right? There's no way you it's not. You would think it would be. I didn't write that. Hmm. I mean, Interesting. Minecraft, normal Minecraft is. I could have missed that one. Isn't it? Yeah. Is it? yeah okay. it is now, but it wasn't for a while. Okay. That would make no sense if it wasn't. So let's yeah. just say it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll check that out. Then Phil, Phil Spencer came out and talked about our goal is to let gamers play games when and where they want. So then he referenced cross-play. Um, he said gaming's for you. We had the gaming largest gaming showcase this year. 60 games, 14 um, from Xbox Game Studios, mm-hmm. and 30 premiering first on Xbox Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, said he, they talk about streaming and the new console. Then they moved on to another Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order trailer coming out November 15th of this year. Then they had a world premiere trailer of Blair Witch, yeah. which looked amazing. Which <laughs> which is kind of like is like generic horror movie yeah. or video game. And then you're just like, okay, it's Blair Witch, I guess. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> this is the, the, uh, I don't, there's something to me that's appealing about Blair Witch. Um, and... There's just like a level of I'm like I feel like this could happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For I thought it was uh, I thought it was Outlast. Is that that game oh, yeah, where yeah, you, yeah. you have a camcorder? Yeah, yeah. I thought maybe it was like Outlast three or something, but yeah, uh, yeah that's no. coming to Game Pass. 
on day one. Yeah. And uh, comes out this year, August 30th. Wow. I will play it for about 10 minutes and then I'll shut it off promptly. <laughs> <laughs> Probably and, never play it again. Never play it again. Uh, <clears throat> CD Projekt Red then showed off Cyberpunk 2077. Now starring Keanu Reeves. Yeah, man, blew everyone's minds yeah. with Keanu Reeves. That was amazing. <laughs> like, everyone in the theater lost their minds. Yeah. <laughs> Including Keanu Reeves. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I th- mm. like, Dee Dee was in the other room. Yeah. Like, she was just, like, reading or something in the bedroom, and all she heard me scream was, Keanu Reeves! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was such a – it was amazing that they kept that a secret because it was – I mean, nobody – there was no murmurings or anything, and it was just like – Oh, there's Keanu Reeves in the video game. There yeah, he yeah. is on the stage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like I know. Freaking was... out. And then he gives the most like normal dude monologue <laughs> yeah. ever. Is, I think he had lines to read. Yeah. But then he like everyone kept interrupting him, so he yeah. kept like going off script. And then yeah. finally, he was just like, "I'm done. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna read this anymore." <laughs> yeah. Um, that comes out this year, uh, April sixth. No, wait, next year, April sixteenth, two thousand twenty. It looks amazing. Yeah, it does, dude. I don't even know. Some sometimes I just don't know how games look that good. Yeah, and that's one of them. Yeah. Uh, there was another world premiere, and it's a Game Pass game, Spirit Fair. I don't remember exactly don't what remember. that was. Um, then there's Xbox Game Studios showed off. It's a a uh, Game Pass game, Battletoads, but there was no release date. Yeah. Just kind of a teaser. And it had a weird art year. style. I don't know if I don't know how I felt about it. It, it yeah. I never played the originals, but I, I have an idea in my mind of what they look like and that it was it was akin to like uh like the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon. Yeah. Where it's like they take kind of the Michael Bay look but cartoonify it. Yeah, it's odd. Yeah, and I, it I felt mean, weird. The like the thing that appeals to me, I guess, is like the, just the couch co-op playing with somebody else. I don't know that I'm gonna. Yeah. That's not the kind of game that I'm like. Hey, I want to beat all the way through myself. Yeah. I, I can't imagine it having a huge like in-depth story that I'm gonna get into. Yeah. Um. So you know, I'll play it a few times. Yeah. But that's probably about it. Uh. Then they moved on to a game that I have to play called The Legend of Right. I don't remember that one. WRGHT. It, it, was, it was like that hand-drawn, like it was pages of a notebook kind of thing. It made no sense at all. Huh. But um, but just because it has, it has my name. last name in yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> uh, RPG Time. It comes out in 2020. Uh-huh. And then they went through a huge list of idea Xbox games. Mm-hmm. And I, for our audience, I stopped and paused <laughs> on every game. It's what we do here at Stay on Target. Yes, we serve you. So I'm now <laughs> going to read you the list, huge list of games. <laughs> Dead Static Drive, Pathological 2, Star Renegades, After Party, Tabs, which stands for Totally Accurate Battle which Simulator. Which I totally want to play that. The Good Life, Cross Code, Creature in the Well, Killer Queen Black, Riverbond, Unto the End, Blazing Chrome, Felix the Reaper, Undermine, Supermarket Shriek, Secret Neighbor, Eichenfell, The Lord of the Rings Living Card Game, Night Call, and Totem Teller. Wow. <laughs> That's how they got to 60 games. They're yeah. Like, well, just cram them all <laughs> yeah. in that uh, idea of Xbox <laughs> showcase. I mean, how many games is that? That's a lot. Yeah. That's probably 15, 6... Between 15 and 20? Yeah, 20. It's wild. Yeah, I think the things that stood out to me, uh, Night Call was like that black and white looking kind of noir looking one. Huh. Um, It looks kind of cool. Undermine looks kind of cool. There was one that had like a dot matrix 
kind of feel to maybe it. That, maybe that was uh, maybe that was Nightcall. I can't maybe. remember. I don't know. Um, Blazing Chrome looked really cool. It's kind of like a, I don't know. I just saw explosions in, in 16 bit. <laughs> That's all you need. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, we and there weren't release dates for like any of those games. Right. Then Sarah Bond came out, head of strategic partnerships, talked about Game Pass, adding uh, immediately ba- Batman Arkham Knight, Metro Exodus, Hollow Knight, and Borderlands The Handsome Collection, which is, that's pretty cool. Yeah, includes, I want to try Hollow Knight. I've heard a lot of good things about that. Yeah, so. uh, and that includes Borderlands 1 and 2, I think. Yes. Right? Um, and I think they're remastered, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because they, they were originally on the uh, Xbox 360. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, this isn't here, but like we'll talk about later, but... Um, or we'll talk about it now. <laughs> uh, in some conference, they talked about the uh, there's a DLC pack that's free to people who quote unquote own the Handsome Collection that will tie into the story from Borderlands Three. Oh, I remember them mentioning. So you that, could yeah. download like get this on Game Pass and then like download. You don't even have to start the rest of the game. You can just like play that individual like prequel basically yeah. to Borderlands 3 to catch you up yeah. or whatever, um, lead into the game. It's free. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Uh, then we talked, they announced Xbox Game Pass PC. Mm-hmm. Um, they talked specifically about Imperator Rome, Football Manager, and the Master Chief Collection. It has an open beta today or now. Uh, you access it through the Xbox app on Windows. You want to talk about that for a minute? Yeah. So, uh, if you're on the latest up, uh, Windows update, you can uh, install the new Xbox game uh, app, um, uh, which there before this, there was a, a console something app. I forget what it was called, but that you could launch your games from there. So now they're ditching that and they're going for this new launcher slash store. And from there, if you sign up for Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, you can start the uh, public beta. Um they didn't quite have 100 games, I don't think, mm. uh, quite yet. But uh, And also Master Chief Collection wasn't on there yet. Mm. But um, I did start downloading uh, uh, Gears of War 4. Nice. So I'd like to see how that runs on PC and how that feels. Um, but yeah, it's a, lot of, it's a lot of the same games that you see on console. Yeah. What I, I thought was interesting, like I think they made a point to say we are going to add games that – uh, appeal to PC players, yeah. like, and that's why I think uh, there was a lot of I, th- I saw a lot of chatter online or on Twitter, like, why isn't this the same thing? Why isn't it just like, you know, carbon copy of what's on Xbox? Well, because <laughs> yeah, there are different games on both platforms yeah. that they probably want to like make sure, hey, we're and there's some the games, games that play. there's some games that I just would never want to play with a controller. Yeah, totally. You know, yeah. So, so. Then they moved into Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, which is basically combining right. both Game Passes and Xbox Live Gold into yeah. one monthly subscription fee of fourteen ninety nine. Yeah, the part that I don't understand is the join a day for one dollar part. Yeah, so once you do it, you get your first month for one dollar. First month for one dollar. Yeah. Okay, and then after that, it's fourteen ninety nine. Yeah. So when I saw because I signed up for it and I had a little bit of uh, Xbox money left, mm-hmm. and so it's like, how do you want to pay for the one dollar? I just clicked my Xbox money. It says, how do you want to pay for this after that? And then I just clicked my my debit card. So so what happens? So like right now, mm-hmm. and maybe I, maybe you can answer. Uh, right now, like I have a Game Pass subscription and I have a Gold subscription. What happens if I buy the there's something where, where, like, it added it, it to it your whole duration. It knows that you own that stuff already, and it yeah. consolidates it somehow. Okay. I don't know the logistics of it. All but right. All right. 
Yeah. We'll figure that out. Yeah. And then there was a world premiere <laughs> uh, using satellite and Azure AI. Yes. Coming to Game Pass, Microsoft Flight Simulator. I have zero interest in this game. I, <laughs> but when I saw that, I was like, that's freaking cool. It's freaking awesome. And if you're a Flight Simulator fan, this game is going to freaking blow your socks off. So like, this is the thing. I remember playing a Flight Simulator on like Windows 95. Yeah, me too. Back in the day. And I loved it. Yeah. You know, I and it, jo- it looks, I had a joystick and everything. Oh, nice. That's yeah. awesome. It looked terrible. Yeah. Like <laughs> you would fly to St. Louis, like just to see the arch or whatever, and it'd yeah. be like these blocky buildings and then this like weird looking arch, yeah. polygon arch. Yeah. But for some reason I just loved it. Yeah. Um I, I remember like you know, I'm like, oh, hey, there's the Sears Tower. Back then it was the Sears Tower, and now it's like mm-hmm. the Willis Tower or something in Chicago. But like the Sears Tower, you know, like the I think we could, uh, could you I don't even, I don't remember if you could go to the Statue of Liberty mm-hmm. I don't know and then you yeah. know I was always just trying to crash my plane yeah all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I could get a plane off the ground in Microsoft <laughs> Flight Simulator so but uh, yeah I mean this this <clears throat> looks beautiful so I'll, I yeah. mean it it kind of like visually fills the same role to me as Forza does yeah it's like I just want to play something that's real calm yeah and real pretty mm-hmm. uh. A Game Pass game, Age of Empires Definitive Edition, coming fall 2019. Yeah, that was that looked interesting. I used to play that game a lot. When is I was that a re- is that a remake or is it's that a, a new slightly game? updated? Okay, with like HD graphics or I guess 4K graphics, but they didn't uh, update like the look of it. Yeah, yeah, because it still looks like they just upped the resolution. Old. Yeah, it still has like 2D sprites and all that stuff. Okay. Um, uh, then I had to have a Wasteland 3 written down. Yeah, I don't, I don't Game know. Game Pass, no release date. Yeah. I don't know what that was. It, well, it, I don't think it even had gameplay. It was like a, it was just a cinematic teaser or something. Weird. Uh, then right. Matt Booty, head of Xbox Game Studios, took Phil Spencer's old job, came out um, and announced that Double Fine is joining Xbox yeah. Game Studios. Which I was super excited about. I that know. guy, Tim Schafer, has made some of the best games I've ever played in my yeah. life. Tim Schafer is amazing. Yeah. He's apparently I mean, he, gonna he turn made his... Day of the Tentacle. Like he was back at Lucas Arts back in the day, uh-huh. and so he did uh, Day of the Tentacle and uh, the Dig, I mm-hmm. think, and uh, um, Full Throttle, which are all these like mm-hmm. point and click action adventure games. Mm-hmm. Um, Grim Fandango, I think, yeah. was recently. Yeah, uh, they like remastered I loved it for PS4. all those games, dude. I would play. I would play Full Throttle every day during the summer. The most recent game that mm-hmm. I've played by him, and it was like a few years ago, but it was The Cave. Yeah, that's a good I one. I loved that game. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. Uh, he's also he's going to turn his attention to Excel. And <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> I love how he's like, oh, great. God, I'm so glad. I didn't want to work on those anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. yeah uh, but they did talk about Psychonauts 2, and they have confirmed since then Psychonauts 2 is still coming out on all platforms. Okay. So it's not just an Which, Xbox. It, I love that Microsoft does that. They're I not know. this like killjoy where it's mm-hmm. like they just absorb a studio and then they're like, they're mine and you can't mm-hmm. have it. They honor the creative vision of the game and what it was intended for and the audience it was intended for. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> I mean, I'm a little biased because I'm an Xbox boy, <laughs> but. I just think that the way they do business is is so. Um, I don't I don't know what the word is. It just it just sounds fair. Yeah. <laughs> when they do things, you know. Yeah, I agree. I I mean, it sounds fair, but it, it sounds fair to everyone, like yeah. consumers, the the developer. Um, it doesn't seem like they're just out there trying to you know make another dollar necessarily, right. uh, which is cool. Yeah. Um, 
it sounds it's very it's uh, and even like I I was uh, watching. I listened to uh, Major Nelson's pre-E3 interview with uh, um, Phil Spencer, and then I watched – he was on uh, – did an interview on, on Inside Xbox mm-hmm. yesterday. And he takes a very, like, holistic view and approach to the entire industry. Yeah. Like, it's not that he, they just want Microsoft to succeed. He, like, he wants the games industry to succeed yeah. and to be healthy. And that's that's what I find the most appealing yeah. about him. Um, there's another world premiere (laughs) Star Wars Lego yeah Skywalker Saga yeah come out in 2020 all nine movies plus and and I think they're taking like the original games that were already existing and and updating them yeah I don't know if it's like that did they have they announced like what the details are because like they just said this I mean I don't know I feel like this is a brand new game could be like I don't know how you smash all those games together and it actually makes sense I don't know like Gameplay wise, because you're, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're usually collecting bricks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is a Lego game, anyways? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I think back to the the first Lego. I mean, those are, those were so long ago. Yeah. I mean, the Lego games have changed dramatically since then. Well, now they look like real Legos when you play it. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so I'm excited about that. I was a little bummed that it wasn't a like you know another you know Star Wars thirteen thirteen or something yeah. come back to life or. Yeah, I don't know. I was kind of expecting something else, but I'm okay with this. I like Lego. Yeah. And we saw Dragon Ball X, Kakarot, coming out in early 2020. Cool. There's another world <clears> premiere <throat> from called 12 Minutes. It looks amazing. It's yeah, a time loop. Interesting. They had like that that husband and wife yeah. like, talk, talking at a dinner table, and it's all from like a ceiling point of view. Yeah, like, looking down on everything. That's kind. Of, yeah. I was most bummed by the fact there was no release date on it. Yeah. And that kind of feels like, what was it, a couple of years ago? Uh, what was that? Uh, the like, Last Night. The Last Night. Man, yeah. when was that coming out? That was three years ago now. No. Yeah. So not last E3, but the year before was when we saw a trailer for it. That bums you out hardcore. Yeah. So it's been two E3s with no no updates. It's like below. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so who knows when we'll see this game. You would think with the top down, it wouldn't take too long. but. <laughs> We know how games are made. I, I know exactly how, yeah. how what goes into that. You don't even have to make their faces. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> Shadows and things. Yeah. Uh, how hard is the top of a head? It's just hair. And then they showed Way to the Woods. It was, it's coming on Game Pass 2020. I don't remember what that no, was. I don't, I don't either. Man, a lot of these. Uh, then we finally saw Gears 5. They start off with this uh, cinematic trailer with yeah. a Billie Eilish song going on in the background. Yep. It's pretty cool. Um, it's coming to Game Pass. I'm just going to read you things I have written down and maybe we can interpret them. <laughs> Bound by Blood, September 10th, 2000. That's the, that's the release date. Oh, 10 days early. Okay, so then if you if you pre-order it yeah. or if you play mm-hmm. it on Game Pass or is it just pre-order the definitive edition? I don't remember. Ultimate edition or Game Pass Ultimate. That's what it was. If you, have the, a game, if you buy the Ultimate Edition, pre-order the Ultimate Edition or have Game Pass Ultimate, you get to play 10 days early. So I guess September for September 1st cool. would be when you get to play it. They're, they have a multiplayer tech test coming in July. In Gamescom, at Gamescom, they will uh, debut the Horde mode. In September, when it releases, <laughs> they're going to talk about the campaign, <laughs> which means they're not going to talk about the campaign. Uh, then they um, outlined Gears Escape. It's a three-player co-op. You run in. Mm-hmm. Plant a bomb, mm-hmm. a poison bomb, and try to run out of this hive. Basically, yeah. 
And then they had a they had some WWE superstars playing it that yeah. were going to play on stream. So Xavier Woods, um, and then I can't remember the other guy on the know. far, and then AJ Styles. They were all sitting there. Yeah. I don't know why all of a sudden it was them, but that's cool. I don't know, like them. Like, that's fine. Because they're bros, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm all for it. Uh, if you pre-order or play in the first week, you get Terminator Dark Fate DLC, mm. a skin yeah. with the Terminator. Whatever that means. I don't know. I, they, uh, we saw a trailer, and they talked about the Elite Controller Series 2. You can mm-hmm. pre-order it now. Uh, it looks Great. I yep. don't have a. I don't have an elite controller. I don't either. I had been kind of holding off for like basically the past two years because mm-hmm. <laughs> I kept thinking, well, they're gonna release a new one this yeah. year. <laughs> they're gonna release a new one this year. Yeah. So finally, I have a reason. I'm gonna pick this up this year. Yeah. Um, has all the features of the original, but now it has like you can tighten the uh, um, the joysticks so yeah. they're tighter. You can um, you have a shorter distance on your triggers. Mm-hmm. There's like trigger grips. <clears throat> three profiles rather than two. I'm trying to remember all the rest of the things. Yeah, my my thing is that I'm not good enough for the regular controller to be a hindrance. Like it's not the controller's fault that I'm not playing <laughs> yes. well. So but just think of how much better you could be spending with this another one. twenty bucks on top of a normal controller, or however much it is. Like <laughs> I just I'm kidding myself to think that that's going to make it a better experience. Yeah, yeah. So I'll just stick with the plastic ones. I get it. I get it. Uh, they showed Dying Light too. Comes out in spring 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, world premiere, uh, Forza Horizon 4, Lego Speed Champions. <laughs> yeah. It's out now. No, no, on the 13th. So oh, okay. two days from now, this week, out this week. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks amazing. I yeah. can't wait. It looks like the. Uh, did we already have a DLC for Forza Horizon 4? Is this the first one? Uh, I feel like it's the first one, but I haven't been following. I feel like it's the first one too. Yeah. Because I don't remember one. I don't know. Um, and I think there's supposed to be two drops. Yeah. Um, this reminds me of the the Hot Wheels yeah. DLC, which is, I mean, that was really fun. Yeah. So I'm going to play this. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be good. No, there was one, right? Yes, I think. There was like one where you went to this island or something like that. Oh, yeah. was it like a hurricane thing? It, no, it wasn't a hurricane, but you like, there were all these like cha- buried treasure challenges. Oh, yeah. In Forza. Yeah. That was the first DLC. I don't remember what it was. I don't either. What was called specifically, but yeah, this is so. This is the final pirate DLC cars. For pirate cars. Uh, <laughs> what's crazy is there was no announcement of a Forza for this year. Yeah, which is kind of in the rumor um, that there wouldn't be a Forza this. Well, that it wouldn't be a Forza Motorsport this year. Yeah. Um. So maybe we're not getting any kind of Forza this year, which is wild. Yeah. Holding that for the release of Scarlet. Mm-hmm. Um. You can register on iOS and Android for Gears Pop. I don't even know Neat. what they didn't, yeah I don't even know what that means I don't like either. what the game is uh, State of Decay 2 Heartland available now um, it looks really cool um, two new campaigns mm-hmm. for State of Decay 2 um, I really liked liked State of Decay 2 but it did was you play just, it? yeah it was too much work yeah to it seemed like it was really in depth and I was just like eh, I don't have time like for if that. it was just the campaign and you're just doing things but I had to take Take into account like all my people's feelings, yeah, and make them all happy, yeah. And I'm like, I don't care about that. Yeah. <laughs> like they would, they would they'd get all up. It's the up, apocalypse. I don't have time for your and they, feelings. And they they come over and talk to me and be like, they'd be all mad. And then like <laughs> you know, like you know, a few minutes later, they they leave the camp and they're out and they're like, well, I lost them. I don't yeah. you know. I don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. I. If you were a real person, 
<laughs> I would care for you. <laughs> but, di- you know, playing digital house with... Right. I have no no desire to do that. It's a world premiere of a Sega game, free-to-play Fantasy Star Online 2, coming in spring 2020. Yeah. I don't, I don't know a lot about that game, but I've heard people say that it's it was kind of the inspiration for, like, games like Destiny and yeah. stuff. So I remember, like, we played Fantasy Star <clears throat> Online 1 on the Dreamcast back oh, in the okay. day. Um, I liked it. Yeah. Like, I, I, is, and Fantasy Star Online 2 has been around for a while, Yeah, right? I mean, it's it just the first like time it. it's coming to, like, Xbox consoles. Yeah, I guess. Phil Spencer came out and talked about, um, I don't know what. I didn't write it down. I was trying to remember. <laughs> He's uh, always flapping his yeah, jaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then he showed off a game that I think looks really cool. It's a PC game. It's coming to Xbox One for the first time in the West oh, yeah. from Smilegate called Crossfire Fire X coming in 2020. The it trailer looked, didn't make any sense, though. Didn't make any sense, but it looked amazing. Yeah, it looked cool. Yeah. I uh, really want to play that game. <laughs> if it looks like that, um, there was a world premiere of uh, Tales of Arise from Bandai Namco. I apparently really liked the music in that trailer. <laughs> I wrote that down. Coming in 2020. Then, oh, this is where they talked about it. Uh, they showed off Borderlands 3 coming on uh, September 13th of this year. There's a new Borderlands expansion for the Handsome Collection. And then we saw George R.R. R. Martin, what he's been working on instead of his mm-hmm. new book. <laughs> it's called uh, Elven. Was it? El- I wrote down Ellen Ring, but I feel like that's a uh, t- it's Elder Ring. Elder Ring. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that was a constant theme when I was typing this stuff out on my phone. It trying to autocorrect. Yeah. Everything. I'm like, stop <clears throat> autocorrecting. I'm I'm meaning to write what I'm writing. <laughs> I could be wrong too. I, I think it was. I, yeah, I think I think you're right. El- Elder or Elden Ring. Ring? El- something like that. I can't remember. So uh, world premiere from from software. That's the only part of it that makes me be like because everything else. You, George R. R. Martin, the trailer looks cool, but the fact it's from software and it's probably yeah. a Souls kind of game yeah. makes me not want to play this. Grindy boss fights. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not my thing, <laughs> but that's fine. Then Spencer came back out and talked about Project xCloud. Uh, they talked about console streaming. Um, so Now, they're supposed to have live demos of that during E3, correct? Yeah, they well they had a live demo on stage. So like yesterday in the Inside Xbox, they talked about like there were people back in the background supposedly playing off of XCloud and he even uh in the pre E3, it was funny. In the pre E3 um interview with um Major Nelson, he talked about how he um was in Africa somewhere in Africa and uh, this is going to take a second. So he <laughs> You should go listen to that interview. But he talked about he was out there because Microsoft has these initiatives to help um, start basically like dev centers in different parts of the world. Mm -hmm. Um, Because if the world's going to be more connected, you need those kind of places there. Uh, And he said, like, well, maybe one day we will have, you know, Azure servers and cloud services there. But he was meeting with, um, so this was like apart from games, but he was meeting with um, some company who provides LTE internet connections to taxis and buses so that people who have phones can, number one, if they're on a bus and they're taking a long ride, they connect to this like local server. They can like watch movies on their, on their ride on the bus or whatever. But then they can also, for like a fee, just click and access internet through the bus's LTE antenna. So he's like on this, he was in this taxi that has an LTE antenna Huh. And he was connected to their um, Wi-Fi. 
And he was like, because I have xCloud on my phone, he's like, I was just wondering, like, well, you know, can I connect to this? And I think he said, like, it's in New Jersey or something like that. Yeah. Um, and so he just clicked on it. And, yeah, he's like, there were super tons of lag. But, yeah. like, and he's like, and obviously no one would play play like that. But, like, I was totally, like, moving the character around from, af- like, the other side of the world. Yeah. Accessing a server on his phone. So, like, I think, like, what happens when, and, and he made the good question, what happens when that server is right there? Right. And um, I thought what was interesting about that, he was like, then you end up with people who would maybe not necessarily have the money or the ability to go out and buy a high-powered PC or even an Xbox One that now have access to that technology on their phone. Right. Because they're streaming it. They don't have to own it. Yeah. I'm like, that's blowing my mind. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think I just, I'm still just waiting for that, like, and it's probably going to have to be, like, I try it out firsthand, but just to see, like, what the latency is like. Yeah. And... You know, I mean, all it takes is one bad experience with that and you're right. never going to want to do it again. Yeah. You know, I mean, and I've done, I mean, that's what PlayStation now was for the longest time. Yeah. And it was um, streaming to your console and, and you can, I mean, console streaming you can do now with the PlayStation 4 remote, mm-hmm. remote play, I guess I think is what they call it. Yeah. So like I could take uh, my PlayStation Vita uh, that they don't make anymore, but you can take my PlayStation <laughs> Vita and uh, connected to the internet here, and as long as my PlayStation Four is on at my house, I could play a game. Now, like again, we're you're limited by your internet speeds, so right. it's throttled at my house, or not well, throttled, but you know, like you know, there's a max. Mm. I don't have like 500 gigabytes, you know, a second or anything like that. Right, it's like 25. Yeah, um, and then you know, then I'm limited wherever I'm at. And so that was never like uh, I never like that's not the gameplay experience that I want. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see, like, what happens here. He's basically saying, you know, you can use your console to stream games as your own personal server, or you can access xCloud. It sounds like if you play games from your console, that will be free, because they, they said specifically that was free, mm-hmm. which to me implies that xCloud costs money, which right. would make sense. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. that that All that the public wonder, demo is, is coming this year. I wonder if they'll wrap it into Game Pass Ultimate, and, like, you can get a $20 package that includes xCloud or something. I could totally see that. Yeah, so um, we'll talk about some things that that um, Ubisoft is doing a Stadia later. Yeah, like that. Um, he also reiterated that the console is vital to the gameplay experience because, like, he knows that that's optimized for gaming. That's what you want as a gamer, and so we're not going to give up on the console. Like, yeah, and I think one of the things that I wish, like, sometimes I'm, I'm like, I wish he would have said some of these things on stage in that interview with with uh, Phil Spencer. Yeah, I mean, with uh, Major Nelson. He made the comment like, we're not the company that's going to force you to play games or do something the way that we want you to do it. We're going to give you the options and see what gamers do and respond to that. Yeah. And so that, that's what he kind of talked about on the inside Xbox was like, well, we have you know this xCloud demo here and we're listening to feedback and we're going to like react to that and uh, you know like basically see how you want to use xCloud and game streaming and respond to that. Which I think mm-hmm. is cool. Like it's yeah. it's less of a like, hey, here's the new way to play games, and you're gonna get it whether you like it or not. Yeah. Kind of approach. And I know, like, as consumers, we like to be we like to be sold to. It's like, hey, prove to me that I should use this. But it's like they're kind of saying, well, here are your options. Which ones do you want to use? Yeah. Like, just do that, and mm-hmm. then we'll respond to it. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um. All right. Mm-hmm. So then they talked about the new console. It's a bigger leap than the previous generations 
uh, four times more powerful than the Xbox One X. It can do 120 frames per second, 8K graphics, real-time ray tracing, has an internal uh, solid-state drive that can be used as virtual RAM. Um, some of that the Xbox One X can do. I think it can technically do 8K. It can technically do um, uh, 120 frames a second, I believe. But like I it's at, is at the expense of other things if it does it. I don't think it's ever done 120 frames do 120? per second. Okay. I, don't th- I don't think it can do 8K either. I think an output 8K is the thing. We looked this up a few weeks, at least a few huh. weeks back, whenever Sony released their specs for their new console because they like, yeah. made, made a big deal about like 8K. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure the Xbox One X can do 8K. Hmm. Um, then they showed, which was cool. I mean, this is the same kind of thing we, you know, whenever they, what was it, Project Scorpio? The same kind yeah. of trailer we got for Project Scorpio. Yeah. Um, and I know, like, people were wanting a bigger announcement than this, too, for yeah. the new console. I just don't like – and people were disappointed with Project Scorpio, like, that that announcement, yeah. that trailer as well. This is just what we're going to get. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say this about Microsoft's conference. Uh, I think what people are feeling is is just, like, when, when Sony announced that they weren't going to be there, people looked at Microsoft and were like, what are you going to do? Yeah. And Microsoft kind of stepped up to the plate verbally and said, we're going to put on the biggest show we've ever put on. Mm-hmm. And yeah, to some extent they did, if you look at the sheer numbers of it. But as far as experience goes, I didn't feel like I watched a show that was, you know, a multiple times bigger than last year's show. It was right. pretty much play-by-play the exact same show. I think it, like, it feels like the last few years combined, because it had aspects of all of them. It had a lot, yeah. ton of games, ton of indies, studio announcements, hardware announcements, streaming yeah. announcements. You know, like all, it, had, it checked all the boxes, but it wasn't presented yeah. in a way that made any of that feel like so overwhelming yeah. that it's like, whoa, look at all this. Yeah, and I think people were expecting this to be the year that Xbox would come out swinging, and I think that Xbox is actually waiting until next year. Yeah, which if they don't come out next year swinging, they're they've got a problem. Right. So uh, then they talked about um, so it's Project Charlotte, next console coming holiday twenty twenty. Then we saw an, a, a gameplay trailer for not gameplay trailer, just a trailer for Halo Infinite. Um, well, that was an in-game cutscene. Was it in-game yeah. cutscene? Yeah. Um, which it looks good until we like. Well, there was a switch there from like a cutscene to actual like maybe gameplay or in-engine footage or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There was a graphical switch there at some point. Um, it looks. It got me excited for Halo. Like, yeah, it, it didn't I, look amazing. I've watched like, you know, the Halo story explained. Yeah. Kind of videos on YouTube. Yeah. I don't feel like they make sense. Uh, I played Halo Five. I don't remember Master Chief being stranded out in space at the end of Halo Five. I was I was trying to remember that too. Uh, I just feel like every Halo game starts with him stranded in space. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, what? Like, what are we uh, doing? Why? Yeah. Um, Halo. So Halo Four definitely started that way. So Halo yeah. One, Two, and Three make a total like a ton of sense to me. Halo Four, like, um, I think you can take that out of the equation and like lose that whole game, and it's fine. And honestly. Lose Halo Five too because yeah. that campaign was terrible anyway, and half the time you didn't even play Master Chief. Yeah. Um. So if we just pretend that this is the end of Halo Three and you're finding him in space, but that, I mean, I'd be fine with the that. the head of three four three has has said. Like, I know it's a sequel. Yeah, she's like it's a direct. 
Yeah, it's fine. Sequel to five, but it's like, I don't understand how it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless we're seeing I, something, like there's something else before what we saw. I think I the, the, thing, you know, the thing that resonates with me is the fact that like, okay, well, he uh, it looked like at some point is he's found Cortana, which is who he was looking for yeah. since Halo 4. Right. Um. So that's cool. I yeah. like Cortana. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to play it. Yeah. It's going to be on Game Pass. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so let's jump real quick just to clean up Xbox stuff. Let's clean up um, with uh, their inside Xbox <sighs> that they had yesterday. Talked about Gears 5. Talked about the escape again. Um, Phil Spencer said that they uh, broke a record with people signing up for Game Pass um, after the conference. Scarlet is compatible with all previous purchases. Nice. And that was actually an announcement at the end of Inside Xbox that they announced their last batch of original Xbox and Xbox 360 backwards compatible games because the entire back compat team is moving on to make Scarlet backwards compatible with everything that's on Xbox One X right now. Wow. So now they're making Scarlet backwards compatible with Xbox One and Xbox 360 and original Xbox. Gosh, dude. <laughs> Just the sheer tenacity <laughs> of that undertaking, like, is just, it blows my mind. I know, right? It's that kind of stuff that you're just like, you look at Microsoft and you're like, how are you pulling this off? How are you doing this? Yeah. It's crazy, man. It is crazy. I mean, and it's kind of like, you know, you it's like you achieve this huge technological feat. You know, yeah. you've, you've gotten backwards compatible for two ge previous generations. And now they're like, hey, uh, we need you to do the same thing on a new console and then add another generation yeah. <laughs> of games. I feel like I was thinking about this the other day. Like Microsoft is is almost uh, – uh, they're, they're acting as if – I feel like – okay, collect my thoughts. So 2013, was that the year of hell? <laughs> when they announced the One X or the or the the Xbox One, and everyone hated it, yeah, something like that. Twenty thirteen, yeah. So I feel like in that moment, there was a split in time, yeah. And there was one universe that went <laughs> into the world of you know heavy DRM, locked down online games, always online, mm -hmm. and then what we went to, because now we live in like this utopia of what gamers have always wanted. Mm -hmm. Of just like full backwards compatibility, mm -hmm. play anywhere, cross play, like all these things that like for decades we've been like, why don't we get to play across <laughs> consoles? Right. Like, why can't I play with PlayStation and PlayStation with me or me and PC and and all three all together? Why can't why why can't I play a game on Switch while my son plays on Xbox and we're in the same thing together? Like, and there was just always this like, well, you know, capitalism and business and blah blah blah. And now we live in this world where it's like all those walls are being torn down. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, as a kid, if you had told me that that was going to happen, I would be like, no, that's not how business works. You can't do that. And I just feel like we had this moment in like 2013, 2014, where we split off into this alternate reality where like all the console generations, like to some degree, get along. Mm -hmm. And it's all about what the players want. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, this is, just doesn't seem real. Like, sometimes you just, like, pinch yourself. Yeah. Like, how are we in this world well, right now? And it's crazy, you know, like, I mean, say what you will about PlayStation, but, like, we're, we're, we live in a universe now where the the smaller companies, the smaller console manufacturers, like, they have forced the big dog into 
things like crossplay. Yeah. Just because that's the norm now, and that, now we've made it the norm. Yeah. Now, like Sony has to do it, or else they are anti-gamer. Right. Like, it's not because they want to, or the goodness right. of their heart, obviously. Right. Like, <laughs> or else it wouldn't be like the day before, you right. know, like <laughs> that they make these decisions. Um. So, like, I mean, it's it's crazy yeah. like, to me, and I, I think uh, Phil said uh, he wants to respect purchases, respect gamers' purchases that were made in the past. Yeah. And, like, who does that? Right. Like Nintendo, Nintendo wants you to, bunch, yeah, wants you to buy Nintendo a doesn't game even do that. <laughs> 15 times, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, uh, it's, it's amazing. It blows my yeah. mind. But then it, like, it gets you into those modes where, like, you know how Destiny has announced cross-save. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I just immediately assumed mm-hmm. that I would only have to buy the game one time right. and I could play it on all the different platforms and cross-save across those things because that's how Microsoft has gone about their so business model. Us to, to respond, yeah. Yeah. And so then when I find out I have to pay for each copy of the game every time I want to play it on a different thing, I'm like, well, that's terrible. But like five years ago, it would have been like, well, no, yeah, of course you have to pay for it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, all right. So then uh, they talked about um, Surge 2 as a world premiere. Um, they talked a little bit about um, Star Wars again. Um, that was really it. Like the main things were the uh, the Game Pass things. Yeah. And uh, – Phil Spencer being on there. Gears 5. Oh, uh, they are doing an XO19. It's going to be in London this year cool. in November. Um, pr- uh, Project X Cloud, uh, they'll have local and Xbox Cloud, an uh, X Cloud servers online this October. Cool. So that's when they'll we'll be able to try it out. Nice. Cool. All right. So the next, man, we are 50 minutes in. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll check along a little quicker. Um, yeah. We'll just like start, start going through these things. Um, let's see here. What is the next? I guess it was. Bethesda? Yes, Bethesda. All right. Um, Bethesda. They kind of came out and, t- and uh, they at least said, uh, I'm surprised you all are here. Be- yeah. <laughs> Basically because uh, Fallout 76 was so bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was interesting seeing, like, remembering Todd Howard being, like, real, like, super uber pumped about uh, 76 on stage last year. Yeah. And, like, you know, cracking jokes about it and all that kind of stuff. And then this year he's like, well, uh, I'm surprised you guys are here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, such a difference. Uh, yeah. And and then they, like, they didn't even... All they said was, we're still working on Starfield and Elder Scrolls Six, And that was the extent of what we got from yep. them about that. Yep. Uh, they went through Fallout 76. Uh, wait, wait, hang on. Yeah, they we've listened to fan feedback. Uh, there's a new thing called Wastelanders. It will fundamentally change the game, adding human NPCs. Mm-hmm, which um, is ma- fantastic. Yeah, and a main quest, full dialogue trees. Your choices will have consequences, new weapons and gear, and free for Fallout 76 players. Yeah. Comes out this fall, 2019. Yeah, that's all great stuff. I probably still won't play the game, but uh, I definitely think that that's a move in the right direction. Yeah. They're also adding... What they're calling uh, <laughs> Nuclear Winter. It's a 52-player Battle Royale mode. Again, Which if to- you've ever shot a gun in Fallout, the last thing you're ever going to want to do is play freaking... Uh, the shooting in those games is awful. There's I a mean, reason they have the VAT system. It looks it looked like people were having fun doing it in the, the trailer. Like yeah, well, that's the, that's the point. That's how they get you. Uh, free to follow 76 players, free to try this week um, because there's a free trial for the entire game mm-hmm. right now, uh, the 10th through the 17th. So if you've ever wanted to try it free, you can try now. Do it now. It's a world premiere from Tango Gameworks of Ghostwire Tokyo. It looked freaking amazing. Yeah. I want. I, there was no release date. I want to know more about this game. I want yeah. it to come out now. It's probably next gen, but it looks really, really cool. Yeah. 
Uh, they can't talk about Elder Scrolls Online. There's an Elsewhere update. It's available now. Skillbreaker in August. Dragon Hall Season of the Dragon ends in the fourth quarter. No clue what any of that means. It's a huge trailer. Cinematic trailer. They said it was like a continuation of something else that I hadn't seen. So, yeah, you know. Uh, there's a world premiere of a free-to-play mobile game called Commander Keen. Coming this summer. You can register it. Well, that's... Bethesda loves their mobile games, man. Yeah. Uh, Pete Hines talked about mobile and said that they've had two number one mobile games. And this, <laughs> this They're looking forward to this being the third one. Elder Scrolls Legends. Uh, Moons of Elsewhere. What is that? I, don't I have remember, no idea. Well, I write that down. Rage 2. Uh, it's Rise of the Ghost expansion is coming out. Wolfenstein. Oh, the, this might interest you. You have VR. So they talked yeah. about a VR game. Wolfenstein Cyber Pilots VR. Oh. July 2019. So nice. you can get inside the Nazi tech and turn it on them, kill the Ooh, Nazis in I VR. I like that. Yeah. So you can try that this July. Youngblood looked good. The, the Youngblood Wolf- looks great. Yeah. Um, I need to play the other Wolfenstein games. I have them. So I own them. Wolfenstein 2, I think, is on Xbox it's Game, on Game Pass. Pass. Yeah. I was playing it and I was just like, yeah, this just feels like I go around and I shoot things. And, mm. uh, so I, I didn't really get into it. And... But I like the aesthetic of like '80s, a world set in the '80s where yeah. Nazis have taken over. Like just yeah. the the possibilities of like kind of world building around that. So uh, then there's a world premiere of another game that looks amazing, Death Loop. Hmm. It's that one where the, basically they're killing each other over and over again. I don't remember that one. Oh man, I must have missed that yeah, one. Yeah, you should look. It looks really cool. Another another game with no release date, so probably cool. next gen cool, game. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love no release dates. Yeah. <laughs> this could be now or four years from now. Yeah. Or never. Yeah. Or 15 years if it's Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then they talked about, oh, yeah, this was cool. Oh, well, let's skip to Doom. They showed, showed off Doom Eternal, mm. um, November 22nd, 2019. Um, it looked really cool. Yeah. There's a collector's edition that I pre-ordered with a, with a helmet <laughs> for $200. <laughs> Uh, they have. I th- want to write down. Th- oh, a three-person multiplayer battle mode. What was that? Yeah. So it was two demons versus one. Oh uh, yeah. One doom guy. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I'll try it out. Yeah. I'll probably play it like three times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll be the demons twice, and uh, I think some of those like uh, asymmetrical PvP game modes can be kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, like dead by uh, dead by daylight, and then they those the people who made dead by daylight have another one that's uh, more of like a uh, cyber horror kind of uh, Hunger Games feel. Mm. Not Hunger Games like Battle Royale, but just like you're out in the woods and this thing's hunting you. Yeah. Uh, and you have to, you know, complete an objective before it finds you. Yeah. So I like those kind of games. They also talked about something that I, this is the thing, like things like this that I feel like will help our streaming future. They, they talked about something called Orion. It's streaming technology. It optimizes game engines for streaming and running from the cloud and would create uh, let them run twenty uh, percent faster streaming, and forty use twenty forty percent less bandwidth. Hmm. Um, and then they showed on stage Doom Eternal streaming to an iPhone on the stage. Wow! Which, which and it looked like there was like literally zero lag. Wow! So that was really cool. Yeah, and so, that's like that's a game you can't have lag in. No, <laughs> not at all. 
So like that's those are the things that like I feel like yes it's it's up to console manufacturers and people like Google to figure out well how do we do this game streaming in a way that makes sense but then it's also up to the developers to figure out well how if this is the mode in which people are playing our games how do we make it run the best there yeah um, and I think this is a really cool like first step and then what they said was they basically put this out there like anybody can incorporate this into your game regardless of your game engine so they're ba- like saying hey we'll license this to you. Yeah. So I could totally see like a lot of people who are wanting to do streaming, game streaming, licensing this from Bethesda, incorporating it in their game so mm-hmm. that it can be uh, played uh, via the cloud. Yeah. All right. So we're done with that one. That's We're moving faster now. I Ooh. like it. All right. After Bethesda, there was the PC gaming show, which I did not watch, um, mainly because I don't have a PC gaming machine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there was really literally no no reason for me to. Um. Oh, we skipped uh, Devolver Digital, um, so I'm going to run through that real quick. So Devolver, Devolver Digital, if you watch, I like I almost say just don't watch it. It's not a good <laughs> con. It's like it's not funny to me. Yeah, it was weird. It was it was a uh, it was like they were. It was like a weird take on a Nintendo Direct. Uh huh. And I did take John's advice and kind of like watched. Uh, pieces of some of their previous conferences. like and there is an overarching story mm-hmm. like between all these conferences but I feel like it's just not something I'm interested in yeah <laughs> this is does not appeal to me but they talked about a game called Fall Guys um, in 20 coming in 2020 Devolver Bootleg which is eight games they rip off their own games it's now available on Steam so it's okay. like a, yeah uh, Carrion comes out in 2020 Enter the Gungeon is an arcade cabinet. It's coming to <laughs> arcades in 2020. Nice. Uh, the Messenger Picnic Panic has a free expansion coming out July 11th. And my friend Lido, uh, Bloods, Bullets, Bananas, coming on June 20th. Cool. Yeah. Um, that was them. Then we moved to Ubisoft. Yes. So. All right. Oh, man. We're almost done, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ubisoft, we talked about Watchdog Legion. We saw a huge gameplay trailer for that. Yeah, that looks crazy. Yeah, like whenever they we whenever this leaked, and I initially I heard like the you know elevator pitch for this. Yeah. Like you could be anyone. That sounded weird to me. Yeah. But now it sounds amazing. Yeah. It's it's intriguing. I would like to see how diverse each person is. Yeah. Uh or that was the thing. Like, are there different? Are there like? Are there just like a few different types, and then they're all just like versions of that type? Yeah. Over and over again. Like, is there like one main stat? Like a you know, like if you think of it in like Destiny terms, you know, you have your Hunter, Warlock, yeah. and Titan, but then you also can like adjust the stats within that. They kind of alluded that because they're like you know you have this band of old women and you have like you know are you a hipster yeah. or are you you know like. These they had these different you know factions or whatever right. you want to call them classes yeah like is it just like you're just a version of that class yeah with these different people yeah because there was like scripted voice lines for yeah. these characters so I mean they can't you know they can't have like thousands of scripted voice lines right you wouldn't think I don't know uh, that I like the fact that it was permadeath um, the old woman was hilarious mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I like when she like body rolls over yeah, the yeah, bar. The, yeah, just real slow and awkward. <laughs> She's like, oh, goodness. Shit. Uh, comes out March 6, 2020. And then Rob McElhenney from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia yeah. came out <laughs> and talked about a new TV series that, uh, coming on Apple TV Plus that he worked yeah. on with uh, Ubisoft called Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet. Yeah. He plays a creative director. Which I think is cool. Like, He's working with the game studio so that, like, the footage of yeah. the game looks like a game. Right. So that, like, the politics of making a game are accurate and, like, 
Because whenever you see like video games in movies, like you can tell it's just it's pre-rendered crap that some dude who's never played a video game before oh, yeah. put together. Yeah. And they're showing this fake game and it's like, dude, it looks like a real MMO, <laughs> yes. like a crappy MMO <laughs> that like nobody like wants to play. I loved it. I was like, that's really smart. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that. That'll I am cool. too. Uh, I don't know that. What are the details of the Apple TV plus? Do you have to subscribe to it? Yeah. Okay. It'll be like a Netflix or okay. Disney plus thing. When does that come out? I don't know. Okay. Uh, this year, we, I think. Nice. Yeah. We saw Rainbow Six Siege, uh, Phantom Sight. Starts tomorrow. They have something called Clutch Royale, which sounds like a uh, battle royale kind of game. Yeah. Uh, Adventure Time Brawlhalla available today. Um, John Bernthal came out and talked about Tom, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which looks pretty cool. Uh, it has Terminator content, and there's a beta coming on September fifth, twenty nineteen. Cool. Ghost Recon Delta Company. Has a community program, or is a community program. Has five different detachments. You can interact with your Ghost Recon people there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if a, you so choose. There's a mobile RPG called Tom Clancy's Elite Squad. It takes characters from The Division. Uh, what game is Sam Fisher in? Uh, Splinter Cell. Yeah. Uh, like a lot of Ubisoft uh, franchises, and you play on your mobile device. Hmm. You can pre-register now at EliteSquadGame.com. Cool. Uh there's an extended dance for Just Dance. Nice. Been going for 10 years. Scrubbed through that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for Honor, uh, there's a limited time event right now, Shadows of the Hitakiri, mm-hmm. now until June 27th. Rainbow Six Quarantine is a new game, three-player tactical co-op, early 2020. Register now to get updates. That's like basically Rainbow Six with zombies. Yep. Which is crazy. Uh, yeah, that is wild. Uh, then uh, they talk about... Th- for a long while, the Division Two. Um, they thanked all the players for playing this week. The Division Two is free to play, so June thirteenth through the sixteenth. Um, they talked about their first, their year one updates. They're going to go beyond DC. There's going to be three different episodes. Episode one, you go to the DC Earth outskirts. Um, these are new main missions with a new experience. You spearhead a, uh, an attack on a presidential compound to bring a traitor to justice. They, you go to the National Zoo to hunt down an Ouscast leader, uh, Kinley College. Uh, it's a brand new, they said, a brand new gameplay experience that involves exploration, investigation, and logic. Hmm. <laughs> I am a fan of logic. <laughs> uh, sounds kind of like maybe there's puzzles. That sounds kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm willing to use my brain. <laughs> <laughs> From time to time. Yeah. Uh, you're going <clears> to <throat> investigate a military convoy gone dark. And then this fall, episode two, you're going to go to the Pentagon. It's called Ooh. the Pentagon, the Last Castle. Nice. Uh, it's going to introduce the second eight-player raid, um, which hopefully is easier on console this time. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then episode three, they didn't put a release date on it, um, but it's going to bring year one to a close, so I would assume probably next spring because this game came yeah. out in the spring. Didn't it? Or did it come out at wintertime? Hmm. When did Division 2 come out? Yeah, it was early this year, so maybe winter. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, they implied... You're that you're going back to New York to hunt down Agent Keener. Mm. They said it's a manhunt. They showed footage of New York, and they said you're hunting one of your own. Which mm. Agent Keener is one of our own. Interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to go back to New York and take him down. Yeah. Um, the, I don't remember who talked about this, but the, they talked about the Division movie. as a director, yeah. David Leach, uh, starring Jessica Chastain and Jake Gyllenhaal. 
produced for Netflix. I'll watch it. Yeah, I will too. Uh, then they uh, announced a Ubisoft subscription service on PC called Uplay Plus. It has over 100 games, their current and and old U, uh, Ubisoft games, 14.99 a month. You can sign up today, play for f- play for free in September at launch. I don't know what that means. All games and DLC. Oh, so all games include the DLC. Oh, so like the the Division Two will come with all the DLC up to that point. You don't have to buy it separately. So uh, yeah, because I was like, how are they getting away with charging fifteen bucks for this? Yeah, they, it's like the complete editions of every yeah. every game. That's yeah, I can see if you're uh, if you're really into Ubisoft games, that'd be a good deal. Comes out September two thousand nineteen. This is the thing that I think like kind of pushes it over the top. I'm like, that's interesting. Uh, it's available on Stadia in two thousand twenty. So that means you'll be able to play all of Ubisoft's library, mm-hmm. not just on PC but on Stadia. Yeah. I was at that point. I'm like, why don't they just make it available to consoles? But I don't know. It's like a, uh, they, she yeah, said it's the beginning of their, of their partnership. Um, so yeah. that's like a strategic thing that they're doing. Um, they showed a game called Roller Champions. It's a team PvP sports game. That looked interesting. Yeah, they said it, they want it to be as fun as watch, as fun to watch as it is to play. It's available today on Uplay PC. Nice. It's an E3 pre-alpha. It's available from June tenth. Is it a free to play or no? I mean, it's just just the pre alpha is free right now on PC from June tenth through fourteenth. Okay. Uh, let's see. And then they showed it was like a and one more thing, a game called Gods and Monsters from the creators of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah, that was interesting. Like a very cartoony Greek, yeah, uh, mythology type game comes out February twenty fifth, twenty twenty. So many twenty. Like February, February, March, February twenty twenty is going to be a busy month, man. All right, what are we? What are we still? Um, let's see here. Uh, Square Enix is that what we need? Yeah, Square. All right, let's dive into this. This will not take long. <laughs> Square Enix. They talked a lot about the Final Fantasy VII remake. It's going to fit. Up. They made a big deal about. There were there were some crazy people in that crowd. Yeah, who were in this room? They're screaming and hollering for this. I mean, game. dude, every. Every game has its fan base. So I just, you know, there's people that are really into those JRPGs. They were real real pumped about it being on two Blu-ray discs. <laughs> and uh, the fact that it's basically two games. Yeah. Uh, comes out on uh, March 3rd, 2020. Showed a game. It makes me want to go back and play all the Life is Strange stuff. Life is Strange 2 mm-hmm. from Don't Nod. Uh, you can play it today. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if, like, has it been out for a while or something? Where they just, Life is like, Strange 2 off? has been out. Okay. There's yeah. a trailer for it. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition is coming this winter on smartphones. Octopath Path Traveler is on Steam now. I think it was just a, pr- a promo for that. Because it was only on Switch prior, right? I, don't, I mean, I guess, but it hasn't been on. I don't. I mean, I know it was. I know it was on Switch. I don't know if it was only on Switch or if this is the first time it was available on Steam. Yeah, I don't know. The Last Remnant Remastered was available tonight on Switch. That's what makes me think that things like Octopath Traveler were already there because they didn't like available tonight. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It seemed like a commercial. It's just a commercial, yeah. yeah. <laughs> At that point. <laughs> uh, Dragon Quest Builders 2. It looks really Minecrafty. Yeah. Comes out July 12th. It's a PS4 demo on June 27th. Whatever. Uh, Dragon Quest 9. No, 10, 11. <laughs> uh, Roman Echoes, numerals. <laughs> Echoes have an elusive age definitive edition coming this fall. Uh, then they showed some indies, a ton of indies. Um, no, not a ton of them. 
Uh, Circuit Superstars, Battalion 1944, Eastern Front, now available on Steam. They talked about a uh, Square Enix music collection being available on streaming services. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, Final Fantasy soundtracks are available there. They showed Kingdom Hearts that, 3. That, you file that under things I, I never asked for. I know. but <laughs> Or why is it in this presentation? Yeah. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, Remind, the coming this winter. Final Fantasy 14 Online, Shadowbringers. Uh, it's coming July, 20, July 2nd is the world, world premiere launch trailer. Uh, Techland is zombie parkour. <laughs> uh, it's it's an expansion for Dying Light 2 coming this spring. Uh, Romancing Saga 3 and Scarlet Saga, Saga Scarlet Grace Ambitions coming soon. That's just words. <laughs> no, it's not even a title of a game. I didn't. This, <laughs> this conference. Uh, Final Fantasy Brave Exits War of the Visions now in development. From the creators of Gears of War Judgment and Bulletstorm, people can fly is a game called Outriders coming in summer 2020. And then we saw the Avengers game from Square mm. from uh, uh, Crystal Dynamic, Dynamics. Yep. Uh, it's going to have single player and co-op. Uh, they showed off Cap, Thor, Hulk, Widow, uh, the Black Widow, and Tony Stark. It's going to be an original story with content released over time. There are, you can play with four-player teams online. And PlayStation exclusives. PlayStation exclusives. They're, they are going to release content over time uh, at a no additional cost. They're going to release new superheroes and regions. No loot boxes are pay to win. There's an exclusive demo at the E3 booth with the core campaign. Uh, comes out May 20th. Or sorry, May 15th, 2020. This is like all the things I didn't want from this game. Yeah. Like if I, I mean, and it's not like, it's not like. It's not even like I even I just didn't even think I don't know it just sounds like a Destiny like mm-hmm. Avengers game yeah and that's not what I'm asking for no like who, who, no one was asking for this I don't no think. it didn't even look that good no um, Thor looked so goofy I mean the characters looked goofy the the story they made a big deal about the fact that the the story was like all new I'm like this just sounds corny as all get out you know like yeah and it really and I know that they're trying to do something that is like their own thing, just like Marvel Spider-Man doesn't fit into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. But there's something so off-putting about seeing that Avengers logo and not hearing that Avengers music and yep. hearing something completely yes, different. Totally. That just makes Maybe it that's feel, what it was. It just makes it feel so like third party and like 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 knockoff, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And then the fact that like all the characters look almost like the movie characters but right. not really right it just reminds me like back in the day before like when gaming wasn't as big and like people making the games couldn't get the licenses to the actors that were in the movies so they had to change what they looked like yeah you know and so it's just like i mean y- you should be able to make it look like the person yeah which you is know? i mean which is maybe what it like i always wonder and this is i always question Square Enix's financial situation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because they do crazy things. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the biggest example is the year-long exclusivity of uh was it Rise of the Tomb Raider mm-hmm. on Xbox One? Why? Yeah. Uh, other than they just need the cash. Yeah. Why is there a PlayStation exclusive stuff in this game? Yeah. Like just because they need the cash. Um 
I don't know, you know, like, and so it's like, well, maybe they couldn't get the licenses to the actors, and so they make up this big, huge reason why they're not doing mm-hmm. a in-universe. I don't know if they even need to do an in-universe thing. They just need to, like, I don't know, just do it better. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, it's coming out real soon, yeah. it seems like, um, for what we saw. But I felt like that for a lot of things this year. Um, okay, so, so that's Square, and then what's the last? Nintendo? Yes. All right, this is the last one. We're mm-hmm. almost done. Oh, wait. Hang on. Sorry. Uh, let me run real quick through the kind of funny games showcase. Okay. That was also yesterday. A bunch of indies. I'm just going to run through the names. Um, and uh, you should definitely check out that. It's like over 60 games in like 45 minutes. So it's really, really cool. Uh, Bloodroots, Hamsterdam, Speed <laughs> Brawl, Wave Break, Super Space Club, A Dual Hand Disaster, uh, Tracker, Looking for Heels, One Night Stand, The Inner Friend, A Ground, Refra- Refactor, Pig Eat Ball, Standby, D Magnet VR, Falcon and Age PC, uh, The Walking Dead Onslaught. It's a VR thing. That sounds pretty hmm. cool. Um, sounds terrible. <laughs> Battle Wake. It's another B- VR game. Raw Men. After Party. After Party looks pretty cool. Trigger Witch. Solace State. Freedom Finger. Ribbiting Saga. Wooden Nickel. Etherborn. Skatebird. The Gardens Between. Renane. Starstruck. Wait, The Gardens Between? The Garden. The gar, uh, let me go. Yep, The Gardens Between. It's a limited edition release. They'll see Puzzle Platformer. Oh, yeah, it's coming to Switch. Oh, I was like, that game came out like six months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's coming to Switch. I played through it. It's really good. Nice. Yeah. Sneaky Ninja, Undermine, Monster Prom 2, Summer Catchers, The Sinking City, Fling to the Finish, Gunsport, Bombfest, Lonely Mountains, Downhill, Starcrossed, Police Stories, Brave Earth Prologue, Astalon, Treachery and Beatdown City, Tamarin, Stones Hard, Stronghold, Warlords, Lucifer With Us, Half Past Fate, Superliminal, Undying, Castle Storm 2, Mare, Deliver Us to the Moon, Recompile, Foregone, Relic Hunter's Legend, Warborn, Lost Ember, Adam's Ascending, that's it. Good lord. If you heard a game there, that sounds good. Go check it out. I mean, this is a lot of titles, a lot of things. All right, so we're going to talk about Nintendo. They had their Nintendo Direct today. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, are Dragon, Dragon Quest Nine Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition S characters coming to Super Smash Brothers Ultimate mm-hmm. in summer 2019. Dragon Quest Nine Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition S is coming out this September 27th, 2019. Great. <laughs> yep. Good job. Uh, Luigi's Mansion. They showed off some of Luigi's skills. Um, you can play co-op with Go Goigi. Yeah, Goigi. It's, it's a gooey version of yeah. Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, there's score scraper mode. It's like a four-player thing. It looks yeah. really cool. Yeah. I can't wait for this game. I love Luigi's Mansion. I played the original one on GameCube, and I loved it. Uh, they, at first, I was like, what is this thing? But Jim, they showed off Jim, Jim Henson's The Dark Crystal Age of mm-hmm. Resistance Tactics. Yeah. It's coming this year sometime. It's like Mario versus Rabbids, but it's Dark Crystal. Yeah. Same type of game. Um, is this a remake, I guess? The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening? 
Yes, dude. That's the Game Boy game that they're completely remastering into a 3D game. Which is cool. Yeah, I can't wait for that. That's That was the first Zelda game I ever played, and it has a very special place nice. in my heart. That's so awesome. It's coming this September 20th. Nice. Trials of Mana is coming in early 2020. And then the collection of Mana is available today in the Nintendo shop. It's available for the first time outside of Japan. Uh, then there was a huge reveal. The Witcher Wild Hunt Complete Edition is coming to Switch this year. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's a huge game. Uh, and uh, Fire Emblem's Three Houses is coming out July 26, 2019. Resident Evil 5 is on Switch and available now. Resident Evil 6 is coming to Switch, available this fall. No More Heroes 3 is coming out in 2020. Contra Rogue Core is coming out this September 24th, 2019. It's a wireless co-op online multiplayer. Contra Anniversary Collection is 10 games and an ebook. It's available today. Uh, Damon X Machina is coming out this September 13th. Panzer Dragon is coming this winter. Um, they showed some some from uh, Pokemon Sword and uh, Shield. Shield. Mm-hmm. Um, it's coming on November 15th. They had more gameplay, like a huge thing in the treehouse afterwards. Okay. I didn't watch all of that. Yeah, I didn't either. Uh, Astral Train Chain is coming this August 30th. Empire of Sin is coming spring 2020. Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order, there's a trailer for that. Uh, coming July 19th. The expansion Pass is content from Marvel Knights, X-Men, Fantastic Four. Coming this fall. The Cadence of Hyrule. Is coming June thirteenth. That was interesting looking. Yeah, I've never played a game like that, so I don't know what those games are like. But it's like rhythm based. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, because the Olympics are coming up in Tokyo next year, uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games is coming out this November. Nice. Animal Crossing: New Horizons got pushed back from this year to next March twentieth. Mm. Hype real. Spyro reignite. Oh, this. Then they went through this hype reel. Sorry. Yeah. I wrote the words hype reel. I'm like, that's not a game. Uh, they went through this hype reel of a ton of games. So Spyro reignited coming September 3rd, uh, 2020. Man, it's over a year away. Yeah. Hollow Knight Silk Song is coming soon. Nino Kuni is coming in September 20th of 2019. Minecraft Dungeons is coming spring 2020. The Elder Scrolls Blades coming fall 2019. My friend Pedro coming. June 20th, 2019. Doom Eternal is coming soon. The Sinking City is coming fall 2019. Wolfenstein Youngblood, July 26th, 2019. Dead by Daylight, September 24th, 2019. Alien Isolation, 2019. That's pretty cool. Alien Isolation on Switch. I didn't know that already. Was that like announced some other time? No, that was the first time I heard of that. Final Fantasy... Why would they put it in this hype reel randomly? I don't know. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronically 6 this winter. Dragon Quest Builders 2, July 12th, 2019. Stranger Things 3, the game. I can't wait for that. Ooh. July 4th, 2019. Just Dance 2020. It's coming November 5th, 2019. Catan is coming out. <laughs> Catan. Like the game that's been it's been on every other system. It's just uh, Catan. It's coming June 20th, 2019. <laughs> New Super Lucky's Tale. It's coming fall oh. 2019. That's hmm. the first I've heard of that. Dauntless, late 2019. Uh, they showed some from Super Mario Maker 2. It's coming this June 28th. And then they talked about uh, Banjo and Kazooie are coming to Super Smash Brothers Ultimate this fall. Mm-hmm. And as their one more thing, they announced that the sequel to Breath of the Wild is in development. Yes. 
very excited about that. Yes. <laughs> and you were saying that I, I, didn't, I didn't really catch it, but they like it looks like a Majora's Mask kind of. Well, like, Majora's Mask is. That deals with time travel, right? Or no. It's so like it's passage of time. When people say like it's a Majora's Mask sequel, that means they're taking the game before using the exact same world and assets to create a completely different game. Mm. So Majora's Mask is literally Ocarina of Time, but with a whole new campaign. So like the latest uh, Far Cry? Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. So it's, yeah. Uh, so this will take place in the same exact world. It'll, you know, same engine, same mechanics, but there'll be new things to do. It's, I mean, it's a step above a DLC because mm. it's like, it is a fully realized, completely separate game, mm-hmm. but it's, I mean, it's literally like they're taking Breath of the Wild and then putting a new campaign in it. I'm cool with that. I mean, that so. that that map was huge, man. Yeah. Like, why not at that point? Yeah. And they're going to change things. You know, it's going to – and I'm sure there will be things that are different about it and stuff yeah. like that. But um, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about Link's Awakening. Um, and then early on we mentioned uh, how uh, Nintendo Directs are always like, oh, please yeah. be patient as we work on yeah. this game. I think it's funny that, like, that's such a Japanese culture thing to just, like, <laughs> constantly apologize for everything yeah. that you do. <laughs> and just, like, the way that the, like uh, – uh, e- like it's such an American thing to never admit your faults, yeah. right? Yeah. But in in Japan, it's the opposite. Like you always want to admit your faults so that when you actually do your thing, yeah, you surprise them. Yeah. You know. So it's like they were talking about Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield, and he held up the Pokeball controller, uh-huh. and he was like, "This won't control the game, but <laughs> you can use it to take a Pokemon with you, and it might do something cool." Like if somebody said that in an American setting, yeah, you'd be like. Why are you showing me this? <laughs> like, if it doesn't do what it should do, then don't show it to me. Right, you know, right. <laughs> but it's like, like even when they talked about like Metroid Prime or the new Metroid game that they're working on, Metroid Four, and they're just like, "Hey, here's what's happening." Like, they're super transparent about it. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not this like covered up, concealed thing. They're like, "Hey, we realized we were going down a path that wasn't going to deliver the game that you guys want." So, you know please don't bring dishonor on our family. Like we just, we just want to get this <laughs> game out. Game. You know, they're like yeah. apologizing profusely. Uh, like it's always, there's always like, we're working very, very hard on this game. Yeah. Like, I didn't think you weren't. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and even if you weren't, I'm not going to like, you know, f- fly off the handle and be like, yeah. why aren't you working hard on this game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just love the, the, the level of like integrity that like Japanese yeah. business people have. Totally. You know? So yeah, I thought that was a funny note. Well, we made it through all that. We did it. In 87 minutes right now, so far. I'm proud of us. Yeah, that was a lot. Yeah. I don't even know if, like how valuable all that was. <laughs> it's not something you can just Google, Chris. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. <laughs> or I'm is just, it? Wait. Uh, wait, I think maybe. <laughs> but I you can't listen is. to it. <laughs> no. Like, we ran through all the news. Sometimes you're in your car for an hour and a half. And that's you're true. like, I can't Google, I'll get pulled and over. I, I missed all the, the press conferences. Yep. Well, that's why we're here. That's why we're here. Yeah. Did we even tell everybody we were doing that up front? Um, I mean, it's in the title, I okay. would assume. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. So, uh, I mean, I don't have a whole lot more to say. Um, we'll uh, we'll unpack this more on Thursday. This yeah. is a special bonus episode, although it's a numbered episode. It's not really bonus. That's the case. You're getting more episodes, so just be yeah. happy. You're getting extra episodes. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah. I mean, do you have anything else you want to talk about? No, man. Cool. Well, uh, 
That's it for this week. Wait, hang on. This is the, I gotta do this right. Yes. You can find us online at stayintargetpodcast.com on Twitter at chrisright 250 And I don't have Twitter. Oh, man. I forgot you deleted Twitter. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm you on know. Instagram, though. There you go. At Fultron84. So. Nice. We should just start. We're going to make a change. Yeah. You can find us. You can find us on. You can find us online at stayintargetpodcast.com on social. Yeah. At chrisright 250 And at Fultron84. There you go. There you go. Next episode, we will unpack. We'll just take our favorite things from E3. Yeah. And talk about them. Um, and uh, unpack E3 a little bit more because because basically E3 week just started. Yeah. Um, this was the first it goes day, through Thursday, actual right? day. Yeah. And there will be more news that comes out over the course of the week, and uh, yeah, some more yeah. things will be clarified. If we had questions about any of it, hopefully yeah. it was weird. This yeah, this year was weird without Sony. I feel like. Yeah, I, I just I kind of expected everybody else to kind of step up a little more, and yeah. I don't feel like they did. No. And they had plenty of time to, you know, course correct. Just prepare. So. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it was just, it's just, it's, it, was, it's, uh, it was a weird year this year. I think people got a little overhyped. I think people thought that we're going to see a lot more about the next console generation. We're going to see a lot more about some games that we thought were going to come out this year that aren't going to come out this year. So there's just a lot of, I think, preconceived ideas about how this year would go, and mm. You know, you know what happens when you assume. Yeah, so. it's true. That's it for this week. Wait, no, please go to your podcast service of choice. Yes. Review us. Tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. Yeah. That's it for this week. <laughs> we'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.